Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures and our special series on changing for climate with the City of Edmonton. Last time we learned how Haweda Hassan and her family went all electric with both family vehicles. This time we'll talk about the cost of operating an EV winter driving, and traveling with an EV. The first big test for Haweda came when she had to take her son to a squash tournament in Calgary. I thought about, should I rent, should I not? And my husband was like, oh, we've done that trip a ton of times. We have to stop in Red Deer, right in Gasoline Alley. There's a lot there that has about oh, half a dozen superchargers. And we park there and then we grab a bite. In Calgary, she plugged into a regular 120 volt outlet overnight. One more stop in Red Deer on the way home and she chalked up her first EV road trip. Most of their charging is actually done at home. So Haweda and her husband installed a level two charger in their garage to make sure they can come and go fully charged. When you're on the road, you end up having to pay for some chargers and that kind of thing. And so that's typically about a third of what you would normally pay for gasoline. But think of a typical trip, say, to Calgary, we pay about $20 there and back. So what about the cost of owning an EV? Because we bought used, that certainly saves on the upfront cost. But then just on the day-to-day, -day, when you think about the gas being a big part of how much it costs to maintain your vehicle, it's about a fifth to fuel up your vehicle, mostly at home. EVs do not require oil changes, so the main things to maintain are the brakes, tires, and electronics. So, what about winter driving? Last winter, temperatures dropped close to minus 40 degrees Celsius. And we drove this car all the time during that weather. No cold start issues. So, what's nice about electric cars is that they heat up really fast. So, the heat just kind of comes bursting through and it becomes pretty nice and toasty within, I don't know, a couple minutes at most. EVs lose about 30% of their range in winter, but they always start on winter days. And you can pre warm them while they're still plugged in at home. But how are EVs on winter roads? Oh my gosh, it's solid. Yeah, I never worry about it at all. And I'm a squeamish, careful driver. <laughs> I find the traction control helps so you don't get that wheel spinning and slipping around or fishtailing. And yeah, like that, just the weight of the vehicle really makes sure that you feel sort of grounded and, and solid as you're driving along. Haweda says owning an EV is one way of helping the environment, but she also uses transit and cycling to get to work. Honestly, I feel like what we need to do is just think about the trips we make on a day-to-day -day basis and think, which one of those trips can I make not by car? Say, on average, each of us makes about four trips a day, a couple for work maybe, a couple for shopping, picking up kids, that kind of thing. If you can think about, well, of those four trips, are there a couple of those that I can make not with a car? Can I take the bus? Can I walk? Can I bike for that trip? And really, that's how we're going to tackle it, is just thinking about our own individual trips and what we can be doing on a day-to-day -day basis to reduce our footprint from transportation. For Haweda, the balance comes from using her bicycle in the summer and transit in the winter to commute to work, and the EV for family things, such as driving the kids to hockey. For me, driving an EV, it's a choice, and so at least we know that when we use it, we're having less of an impact on the environment, and that's important to me. It's important to our family. A Canadian Automobile Association survey shows worries about range and winter driving declined significantly with EV ownership. And 97% of EV drivers say they would buy another EV, while 89% say they enjoy driving their EV more. Learn more at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge.